welcome to Ro and Sandy's first podcast. Wow. Uh, today, you know, we are going to talk about just things that have been happening in our lives. You know, Sandy and I are both moms and wives and um, in this recent climate with COVID, there's been so many decisions we've had to do. And today, Sandy and I are just going to have a little conversation about that. And just to take you guys along the journey, some of the decisions we've had to make. Right, Sandy? Right. right, yes. right, right. Uh, first of all, let me just say I'm so excited um, to be doing this finally. It's just, yeah, we've been trying to find some time. So this is great. And there's lots to talk about. I know COVID has just been, it's, I don't know. It's just become a part of my life. And I was telling my husband, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. And I know it's not over. We're not even close to it being over. And I know I need to get used to it, but yeah. So it's been, it's been crazy. How have you been? You've been all over the place since a few weeks ago. You've been. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, uh, for our listeners, something I want you guys to know is that I live in a little town up north where we don't have COVID. I think we're actually the only place in Canada with no COVID, if I'm right. Uh, So (laughs) I know. And um, a few weeks ago, we traveled from Iqaluit to Edmonton. And that was, uh, yes, that was interesting. Um, Where now we had to wear masks because we are not wearing masks in... um, Iqaluit, where we are, yes, there are measures in place to socially distance or to just be careful, but when you don't have any COVID, it's very hard for people to take it, to be like, okay, you know what, we need to do this, because you're like, why are we doing that when we don't have anything? And so knock on wood, I hope that's how it's going to stay like that. And so, yeah, we've been traveling for now close to four weeks. And um, now we are actually currently right now, I'm recording this. And (laughs) while we're in isolation, in quarantine, because one of the reasons also I think that has helped our community not to get COVID is because we have to self-quarantine for two weeks before we travel home. So um, yeah, we're almost done with our quarantine. Thank God, because that has also been yeah emotionally draining for two weeks but gotta do what you gotta do and so yeah um we go home on monday and i can't wait i can't wait and i know for you sandy i know you've had the boys uh sandy has two boys and uh, last time we had spoke she was supposed to be homeschooling so what (laughs) happened to that oh my god that just just flew out of the window i was like you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this. You know, I actually, it's, I, you know, I thought like it's, it's, it's online learning. It's not homeschooling, you know, yeah. because online learning is, you know, they, there's a teacher on the other side. I don't have to be sitting with them and monitoring them and that kind of stuff. Like the way I was doing before they, um, when COVID broke out, when the schools closed. So yeah. I thought I could do it because I, I have an autoimmune condition lupus you know that right and i've been so worried about covid that's one of the things i just feel like if i get it one of those people who would be you know might just it might just i might just react to it it might impact me differently from other people so 
that was why I wanted to keep them home. Yeah. But I started working full time. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, well, you know what, I can still do it. But my first day, February, uh, Friday last week, yeah. <laughs> that was the first day. And my son, like, this is my office. And I have him right over there <laughs> behind me, right? Yeah. And he was like, mommy, 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 help me with this, mommy. And I was just like, I can't do this. I was so distracted. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I, I, I can't work. I'll not be able, yeah. I won't be productive enough. So mm-hmm. I had to make that tough decision to put, take them to, uh, you know, for in-person learning. And yeah. so I called the school and, they, you know, I, I sounded like this crazy mama because they're like, why do you change your mind at this point? It's like the 11th hour. Like, but I told them, you know what, I, I just can't do it. But they were really gracious and they, That's good. yeah, they, they made the transfer. They started school this um, Tuesday and wrote, it's so heartbreaking. I mean, you're in Nunavut, so you yeah. guys don't have COVID. But it's just so heartbreaking to see kids walking around with masks and everyone is on high alert. The teachers are, you know, it's very well organized. So it gives me some sort of comfort knowing that, you know, these guys have, they've planned it well, right? Mm -hmm. But there's just some, it's a very sad sight to see it. And I keep thinking, I hope this is not the new normal. Like, I hope that this is not how we're going to be living for the next, I don't know what, two, three years, you know, but the kids are such troopers. They, they just got on with it. And I know. And you know what, Sandy, what Mm -hmm. I've realized is that kids are so resilient, right? More than we give them credit for. And they are so resilient. They just, you know, try to get through whatever is going through in the best way they can. But I have to tell you something, though, is that Mm -hmm. I commend you on changing your mind and making the decision to put Mm -hmm. them back in school. Because Mm -hmm. I think what I've I've realized is that when I go on my social media, looking at all the parents making decisions for their kids, what works for them, what works for Mm -hmm. their family, you know, you get other people who are like, why can't you just send your kids to school? Come on, you know, and then you know, other, other people being put down because they've decided to homeschool their kids or other ones because they are letting their kids go to school. I think people need to be more gracious or kind with each other. At the end of the day, this is, this has been life-changing for everyone. And like what you said, everyone keeps on asking, is this our new normal? When is this going to end? Right. And so I think, any parent who makes a decision to say, you know what, I'll keep my kids home, I commend them. The ones who say, no, I will take my kids to school, I commend them as well. I think you just have to do what works for you and not find yourself in, you know, stressing or your kids not even thriving. And like you said, with your mm-hmm. lupus, one of the things I know with autoimmune issues is that you don't want stress. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's not every family has had to think about what works for them, you know, and everyone takes into consideration what's happening in, you know, in terms of work and in terms of health and all that stuff. So I think, yeah, you're right. We just have to be, to not judge each other because I've seen a few of those social media (laughs) opinions, you know, like, oh, how can you take your kids to school? You know, and the exact opposite, like what, you know, it's just everybody has opinions and nobody 
stops, not very many people stop to think that, hey, you know what, let's respect each other's decision and, you know, let's just be in this together. Everyone is doing their best and we just have to barrel through it and do what works. So for me right now, the parents that I've spoken to right now, the biggest concern for them is, what if it breaks out again? What if there's an outbreak? Yeah. You know, like you've got all these kids yeah. and, and then, yeah. you know, we're back to square one. And I had this a school already that a kid got uh, COVID and the entire grade had to, you know, to be quarantined, to go home, like not mm. turn up for 14. And this is just like day two, you know? Yeah. And, but I just... I think about them like, you know what, we'll deal with that when we get to when that. It, like, exactly. We can't just exactly. be worrying about what if, what if, what if. So you just you take it one step at a time, yeah. day, one day at a time. And yeah, we just have to get through it. And, 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 and you're right. And I think that's what we need to do is that what, it's exactly one day at a time. Like yeah. whatever comes. And I think it's more than likely we're going to get another outbreak because, um, Thank God we're in Canada where I think things have been handled so much better than our, uh, our neighbors, you know? So uh, <laughs> I'm thankful for that. And so I, even if I think we get a second outbreak or whatever, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they have certain measures in place that will be so much better. We can deal with yeah. it better. Cause it seemed yeah. like the first part, even though, people knew it was going to happen. It took a while because like everyone is like, what? Everyone is still trying to figure out, is it airborne? Is it what? So many, so much information is coming in at once. But now I think people are going to be more aware. They know what we need. Everyone knows what they need to do and to make sure that everyone is safe. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's one day at a thing, one day at a time thing for sure. For One sure. day at a time. We'll get through this. Yes. You took your daughter to yes. boarding school. I think you're so brave. <laughs> I want to be like you when I grow up. Because <laughs> I'm just like, ah, when I think of my little I guy, my, my older guy. Because, you know, oh. I think, you know, I, this, before you tell us about your journey of taking yeah. your eldest daughter to boarding school. Yes. I went to boarding school because I grew up in in Africa and boarding school that's that's the way it was. Yeah. Kids went to boarding school more than they went to the regular school, right? So yeah. and there were good and bad experiences depending on what school you went to. But I just it I know that that's kind of what helped me and a lot of young people develop into who they they are because you get that sense of responsibility, you have to, you know, it, you just come into your own when you're in boarding school because this the, you, your parents are not there to tell you what to do and that kind of thing so I, I i love the idea for boarding school but now that i have kids i'm like i don't know if i can i don't know if i can send them away you know i'm like i'm already anxious about the idea of mandala going to university right but i'm like yeah. ah, i want to keep him as long as i can so how how did you make that decision how did it go how do you feel about it now yeah, I think you and I have spoken about this. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, there are just some things that I won't share. But then there's just, um, you know, being a parent, like what you said, right? Even though like certain experiences worked for you or you know they shaped you to who you are, when you have your own little people, 
it is very hard to make those decisions for them uh, because I guess it's just a part of being a parent, right? Um, for us, I know for my husband and I with our daughter, it was one of those things where you're like, okay, she's at a point where she needs to be more challenged uh, because we just at the school where she was now, she wasn't being challenged and we just saw her not doing, you know, living up to her potential and what she's capable of. And so we went through, okay, now which schools do we decide? And let me just tell you, um, she is so lucky that she did not find herself in Africa because that's where we thought we we're going to send her. Are you serious? And, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, oh, wow. <laughs> um, and because the school that she's in is um, they have different locations all over the world. And it's a very, very good school, highly regarded. And so we were just like, you know, if she gets to go to the school in Africa, then be it. Um, so after a few applications, some very rigorous uh, interviews, uh, she finally got accepted to one um, in Canada. So I thought I was ready. I have to be honest with you. I thought I was ready. This is going to go well. And I remember we went to drop her off. So one of the things she needed to quarantine as well, their school had all the students quarantine. Even if they were coming from Canada, they had to quarantine for two weeks before they started school. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. But I found myself crying three days before we said bye. Um, I was crying and my husband is looking at me and says, are you okay? And you know how... I'm crying, but please do not acknowledge the fact that I'm crying. Just let me be. I'm in, I'm in my moment, you know? And so um, to make the very long story short, because I know we are going to talk about this a lot, because this is going to be such a life-changing experience for her, for me. And who knows, maybe one of these days she was going to be our guest and tell us about her um, experience being in uh, boarding school and the school that she's at. But um, we did well. I think the day we dropped her off, we did well. And uh, well, dad has been having a hard time. I have to say, I'm actually very surprised. He's the one who every day will be like, Sunshine, are you going to call us and send, because we have a family WhatsApp group, and like, are you going to call us today? You haven't called and said anything. And he will ask me, has she called you? And I'm like, no, call her or text her. And, you know, it's so hard, though, because you want her to be independent. But then we also want to find out, are you okay? Is everything going okay? A few days ago, I know I sent you a message because she had a very rough day. And I just wanted to just be there and hold her and just be like, it's going to be okay. Let me fix this for you. Yeah. And I remember I had to, I had to go, okay, Ro, it's fine. She'll figure it out. And she has. And so I'm, I'm happy about that. And so, yeah, that's been our journey so far. That's been the biggest news in our household is sending the first child away for school. And I can't believe it because 
I, you know, her dad keeps on saying, oh my gosh, this is it. Like chances of her ever coming back home are very slim. I, I just don't see that happening because once she's done there, she's in university, finishes and that's it. That's yeah. it. And that's, that's it. That's, that's done. And it's, it's such a, I think for parents that, that, that's, that milestone, that first step of letting your child go into the yeah. world that has got to be the most difficult because you know like that's the the beginning of them starting a life on their yeah. own outside your influence right yeah. it is it is difficult but i really commend you for holding up i say when you're visiting in edmonton i could see you looking at your daughter and having moments and yeah <laughs> i did yeah. I did. And I, yeah. I, I'm actually, yeah, you're so observant. I, I did because I just was like, you know, where you're it's like, is she ready? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like a few days before we dropped her off for her quarantine, asking my husband, I said, you know, it's okay. We can still change our mind. And he's like, <laughs> I don't <"No>, think so. <laughs> we're not changing our mind. It's about her future. We're yes. investing in her future, literally. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly. why this decision, as much as we really wanted her to be home one more year, because she's, you know, um, we were like, no, this is a good thing for her. And I can't wait. I just hope, like, honestly, yeah. it's going to be the best time of her life and yeah. it's going to do well and it's going to open amazing opportunities for her. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We're you know, and. You just have to trust that you've raised her to be the kind of person that will be able to make the right decisions. Because, you know, being a young girl in this world, it's not easy, right? And um, she's in a safe environment. It's a good school. You've brought her up. She knows her values and um, she knows she knows why she's there, you know, yeah. and that, that's when you just have to put faith in that and say, okay, you just surrender and say, God, I've done everything that I can to be a good mom to my daughter. And now it's, I put her in your hands and you protect her and help her make the decision. And she's going to be good. And, and I know there'll be those days when you're feeling like, oh my God, I just want to go get my baby and bring her home. Right. But yeah. you'll just have to hang tight and know and just trust in, in God. that she, And she's going to be okay. Your daughter is so, she's very mature. She's very grounded. Yeah. She's not, you know, she's not flighty. She's not, she's just confident. She's a confident yeah. woman. And yeah. it shines through. Like sometimes, like, she's 16. Like, sure, like, is she, how old is she? Again? She looks like she's going yeah. to be 21 because she's, I know. Just, she's yeah. very calm. And, <laughs> and so I just think that, She's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. And you're right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's funny because that you say that, I think one of the things that I've realized um, is that she is very grounded and she's mm-hmm. very calm and I am loud. Obviously I'm sure people can even hear my voice that I'm compared to you also. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I'm very loud. And so um, Ayana is very, self-spoken and because <laughs> sometimes even when she's saying she's yelling I'm like okay I didn't hear that and she she's always giving me a hard time that mommy you don't know how to whisper and I'm like I know but yeah you're right I, I'm yeah. hoping everything we have yeah. uh taught her as her parents and yeah. uh, that she's she can take that with her and just 
do so well. And mm. yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. That's it's good. such an amazing time for her. It's an amazing time for us. And and I know too, as our podcast goes on, one of the things we're going to talk about parenting and just having teenagers yeah. or little ones around the house. Mm-hmm. It's a challenging time, but I have to be honest and say, you know, it's, it's amazing also seeing them shift and changing and growing and the maturity yeah. and it's, it's, it's awesome. It's amazing. It I is. I, yeah. I, I look forward to talking about our kids like every yes. day. See yeah. that I have loved my boys. Oh my God. This yeah. every day. <laughs> I love my boys. They are my world, you know, and it's just amazing how they're growing up to be these little people. I know. Yeah, you know, these people are going to go out into the world and be, you know, who I'm just curious how they're going to turn up. And I just hope that every decision I'm making, it's setting them on the right path. And yeah. And so we'll, we'll talk more about our kids. Yeah, of course we will. And yeah, just to our listeners, don't worry. We will talk a lot more about, you yeah. know, our kids, just say, you know, the issues you go mm-hmm. through when it comes to parenting yeah. and making sure you're making the right decisions for them. And between yeah. us, we have, uh, our friends have yeah. kids as well. And <laughs> we have a group of friends. Yes, who, we have yeah. Friends. We'll probably drag them here one by one. Right? Exactly. <laughs> we will. Definitely. They will. They'll come on yeah. here and tell yeah. their experiences yeah. as well. Yeah. But I just, I love that support that, you know, we give each other as friends. Um, as we navigate this world of parenthood, because it's, it's such a, it's such a trying journey, you know, sometimes I know there are moments I've been in my room, I I go lock myself in my room and I say, God, I just can't do it anymore. This is just so hard. Right. But then you'll talk to someone and, you know, you call up your friend or call up your sister or your mom. And they're always people. We're not alone in this journey of parenthood. It's wow. not, you're not alone. And we just want to share that journey with you guys. So drop us a line, send yeah. Texas. I'm sure most of our, our initial listeners are people who are going to know us. So Ro, we, we got to get our, our, our branding in order. We need to, we'll be sharing our Instagram handles and all that stuff so that you guys can get in touch with us and tell us what you'd like to hear. And just, you know, we want you to be part of the journey. This is a conversation with, with all of you, right? So yeah, yeah, with and, yeah, go ahead. I know, and and I think on that note, Sandy, I have to add something. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that um, just right before we recorded uh, yeah. for you guys uh, is that Sandy sent me a text, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, why are you nervous? You're talking to your friend." Um, <laughs> And, and that's how, honestly, I'm going to go through this, even for the people who are listening. I want it to be like just two friends, two girlfriends talking and our listeners being our friends as well. And just talking about different things that I know most people, if they had a friend or someone to just listen to them, they would be more open to talk about it. It's right. crazy how many things I've just, so many topics I've realized that we don't talk about it freely, whether it's because we're women. Yeah. Whether it's women, African women. Exactly. I was just about to say Exactly. Exactly. It's, I think it's the whole thing of, it doesn't also help that sometimes being African, 
we have these cultural barriers and taboos that we have been told that they're not okay. And so I can't wait. And, and mm. I, I know for people who are going to be listening, I have to be very honest with all of you that our podcast will not come with so much fluff. It will, and sometimes you will get our, you know, you will get to listen to podcasts that maybe have not been edited to how other ones, other <laughs> podcasts are edited. And yeah. because I want to be honest, I want yeah. to be, us to be raw. I want us to be honest. I want us to be forthcoming. I just authentic, authentic, like yes, real. And yeah. real. So yeah. there's some podcasts maybe will not. I just want ours to be different. And yeah. because um, not, uh, yeah, I just want yeah. it to be different. I just want yeah. people to know that when they come to listen to us, they will laugh, they will cry, they will think, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah, no, this is going to be fun. I'm so, if there's anyone I would be doing this with, it would be Euro. So I'm. Um, yes. Thank you for pulling me on this journey. With yes, you. I, <laughs> we are both getting out of our comfort zone. Yes, you know uh, what? That is actually that yes. is the the key thing here because I know when I told my sister, she was like, <laughs> she was so happy that I was doing this because this is really out of my comfort zone. I I'm not someone to go out there and 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 talk to people that I don't know, but yes. yet. I have so much to share yet. I feel exactly. like so this, this is a great platform to do that. And I'm so happy to be doing it with you and yeah, we'll be, how often are we going to be doing this? I think it's, did you say once every month? I think. Yes. Or, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So we're going to do this once every month, mm-hmm. you know, um, we'll narrow it down on what day we're going to upload. I yes. almost want to say Sunday or Wednesday, yeah. We're going to upload so that people um, know when to expect or know when to expect yeah. from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I am super excited because <laughs> <laughs> I talk to a lot of people and a lot of friends who come up with things and be like, oh, what do you think about this? And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, hmm. you know what? Just wait. I'll let you know. I'll answer on a <laughs> in different, my podcast. I'll let you know. Yeah. And and I've but I have been so scared yeah. to share with certain with other people to be like it's a podcast, mm-hmm. you know. Because I just was like, oh, what if I don't get you know? What if it doesn't happen? But I knew it was going to happen. When I told Sandy, "Come on, let's do it." Anyway, yeah. like Sandy would <laughs> always be the one telling me, "Come on, Ma, when are you gonna do it?" I know. I, then, I'm so I, anal <laughs> like that. I'm like obsessive compulsive. Like, okay, let's do it. It's a project. Let's, you know. I'm so yes. yeah. That's how I operate. So I'm gonna be. I'm the one who's gonna be cracking the whip. Like, hey, yes. we got her. <laughs> and you should because and yeah. and on that note also. I was going to say, let me tell you, every woman needs a girlfriend or girlfriends yeah. and choose the better ones, you know, uh, because you need people around you, a great support group that will be like, yeah. bro, come on, you said you would do this and keep you accountable, right? And um, yeah, so yeah. that's what happened for me. Yeah, no, that's good. Actually, when you say that, I remember listening to this uh, webinar the other day and this lady was giving this list of, you know, uh, 
things that women should do. And one of the things she said is that we have to have your own personal board of directors, you know, yes. you know what I mean? And yes. your own tribal friends. And I know a lot of people, um, they have, they're not, that's not something that they gravitate towards, but I think having a girlfriend or two or um, that you can share stuff with, and that's what we hope will be to you guys. Like, even if you don't have, yeah, we, we want to be your girlfriends too. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We want to be on your board of directors. So, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Actually, that's the best way to put it. We yeah. want to be there, you know, mm. a part of their board of directors. I, yeah. I truly believe in that. Mm. I never was someone who thought, friendships are, I know friendships are important, but I just never thought it's possible to have friends who you know you can trust and you can talk to about things and, you know, they won't go out there telling your business to everyone. Yeah. But And especially finding them later in life. And, you know, that's another podcast as well. <laughs> it we'll is. tell you how Sandy it's and I met. <laughs> yes, yeah. How we met. Yeah. And what yeah. we think about friendships. Grown. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, how our friendship has grown Mm-hmm. Uh, over the years and I'm always interested to hear about other friendships as well I'm like yeah. oh how did you guys meet oh my gosh yeah. you're super close and yeah so yeah, yeah. we are yeah. going to be you guys's board of directors you know? <laughs> we're gonna be your girlfriends. yes yeah. we're gonna be your girlfriends yeah <laughs> yeah well I hate to cut this short row but being the mama that I am with like I know uh, a full-time job I'm like I'm gonna do this on my lunch break because you know you're always juggling so many things and that was one yeah. of my concerns too like thinking when am I going to find time to do all this? And I know I had that yes. conversation with you, right? Yes. But I realized that, you know, you have to make time to do things that really mean something to you. Yes. And this is not a job. This is actually something that I know I'm going to enjoy doing. So I made time exactly. for it. Yes. But I got to run back to work to my yes. full-time job. <laughs> and I know your right. kids are about to come back into yes. the hotel anytime yeah yeah this has been lovely it's been lovely talking to you i i I look forward to it and um yeah let's let's keep pushing on let's just keep encouraging each other and encouraging the women in our lives and the women who are listening um yeah so let's do this (laughs) yes until next time guys we'll talk to you later all right take care now